Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fuck. So like, do you think that I give a fuck how I fuck with you? We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm getting to everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't that. They literally stay right here. y'all I am here and I missed you guys last week um on here I tried to get on here and something was going on with blog talk radio so I wasn't able to do my regular show so instead I actually went live on my Instagram which is at miss m-i-s-s dot d dot scott s-c-o-t-t so Today is March 12th, 2019, and today we are going to have some church because I'm literally getting ready to start another program this Sunday called Church, and it is in recognition of the fact that some of us don't want to leave our house to go and worship, and a lot of people don't understand that you are a church. You are your own religion. Your religion or what you worship is anything that you do every day. So if you practice alcoholism every day, that's your God. If you practice kindness every day, then that's your God. If you practice, you know, Minding your fucking business every day. That's your God. So Tell the Truth Tuesday was started, Jesus, we're going on five years now, uh, five years ago for me to be able to get rid of some of my demons and talk about things that bother me. So you have to understand when I say I really don't give a fuck, zero fucks about any person that actually logs into this show to listen to what the fuck is going on in my life to sit there and pray and hope that I don't mention your name. Okay, I told y'all before, this show is not about you. The only way that it benefits you is the fact that if I'm saying something, I'm telling my truth because a lot of the shit that happened to me over the past years is extremely fucking embarrassing and fucking hurtful. So I get on air every week for the last almost five years sharing these experiences with women all over the world, not just the U.S., not just Niagara Falls, not just Buffalo area, not just Toronto, but all over the world. And like I told you guys before, shout out to my U.K. listeners. We're up to like 33% right now listening over there. Um, and the Brits are known for their brashness. So me cussing and saying things about people and dragging people for filth has really nothing to do with you. But if you identify it with that particular situation, I'm always thankful. And so a lot of times to protect, actually, you stupid motherfuckers that listen to the show knowing perhaps that I may be talking about you, maybe I'm not. So to protect you, I actually don't say your name. 
and I'll actually throw things in so that you don't have to have these uncomfortable conversations with other people that you're lying to. You see what I'm saying? So with that being said, I'm never going to give a fuck about the fact that there's two sides to every story. I am allowed to tell my story the way that I see fit because it's my story. I was there. It happened to me. If you just so happen to be the other party that was inflicting the pain or inflicting the embarrassment or inflicting the lies, suck it the fuck up and leave me the fuck alone. Worry about your fucking self and what the fuck is going on in your life. You don't have to tune into my show. You don't. But the fact that you ran across my Facebook page or you ran across my Instagram and decided to click on shit and lurk, you got your fucking feelings hurt, and if it caused an argument in any of your homes, I will never give a fuck. I will literally continue to talk about things that hurt me until they don't fucking hurt anymore. And that's something that I think that we as humans don't understand. And I had to learn, um, if you guys didn't watch my Instagram stories, is that I too have hurt motherfucking people. And I hurt people not knowing that I hurt the fucking people. But five years later, 10 years later, 12 years later, when I found out that I had hurt some people, I made it my duty to say, you know what, I didn't know you know, that this is how you felt about that. Because the number one thing is I don't ever want anybody to feel like I didn't love them. You know, I I don't ever want that. I don't ever want somebody to say, like, you know, she did this and she didn't give a fuck about me and, you know, so on and so forth, because that's that's not what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want people to know, like, you know, I know above everything else we might have ended fucked up or whatever, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that woman loved me or that girl loved me. And, that, and that's usually the story that I hear from the minute amount of men that I've had the pleasure of, you know, loving or being in relationships with. But time heals all wounds. And I say that in the sense of I made a bunch of posts lately where I was talking about, like, for me, you know, time does heal because if you wait three to five business years, Okay, and you leave people the fuck alone, cut them off, none of that, you know, niceties when you see a motherfucker, boy, fuck you. Don't fucking talk to me, you know not to talk to me, like, just leave me the fuck alone. Let me heal in my own time and let you go through whatever hell it is you're going to go through for being a shitty person. And so when I was in Florida, I ran into one of the gentlemen that I actually had dated, oh my God, you're talking about, so about 13 years ago. And I think we had, like, a brief little tryst or whatever. And I remember him because, I mean, we were always cool. You know, we were always super cool. And he remembers my son. My son was very little, but my son obviously doesn't remember him because he wasn't around. And so it was crazy because I was down there with my homegirl, Sabrina, and we were just down there chilling. And, he, you know, he inboxed me, and he's like, hey, you know, you're in Miami. I go, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that, you know, you live in Miami. And he's like, yeah, you know, let's sit down, let's have a drink. So I was like, yeah, you know what, come through. And we sat there and we talked. I actually was on Facebook Live with him as well. Um, his name's Quentin. And so we were talking about, like, back when we dated, like, I had just got divorced or whatever. This is before uh, the gentleman that I dated in Florida. We, we were in Tampa at the time. And um, he was telling me, he says, you know, Denise, when you first got out of your divorce, you know, you didn't want to date anybody. You weren't really looking for anything. And so, you know, he was like, I always loved and adored and cared about you and, you know, wanted to make sure you and Manny was good, my son. And um, he's like, you know, but he was young, you know. So this is a guy that I think he's probably six, six years younger than me. And he said, I just wanted to be free. And that's so crazy because I don't recall 
ever not wanting to be in a relationship or ever not wanting to be loved on. And so I guess I kind of pushed him away. At the time, it was a clean break. There was, you know, no bad blood, nothing like that. There was no physicalities or anything like that. So it was just kind of easy to kind of walk away. But he's like, you know, I always, you know, so we didn't have that animosity. So I always feel bad about listening to someone say that they were so much invested in me and I wasn't invested in someone else, but at least it didn't end toxic. Um, the other situation is about 12 years old, and I just so happened to, you know, be in contact with somebody because it's something about Florida. That shit, the minute that you touch down, it's like all Florida cats be like, oh, she's here. Something's going on. There's a, there's a hurricane coming. So I ended up having a conversation with him, same situation from another situation from 12 years ago, and he says, you know, the truth is you never loved me, and da, da, da. and I'm like, what? I'm like, motherfucker, I was getting ready to, like, leave my whole life move down there, try to have kids, like wanted to get married, like all the things that you do that they tell us you're supposed to do in your 30s. And here we are in our 40s, and this motherfucker's damn near in his 50s, and you're telling me that you think that I just never cared about you and I never loved you, and that hurt my feelings because I'm like, I did. So I think the difference between men and women is this. Women... um you know, like, in order for us to feel like you didn't love us, like, you did an arsenal of things. You cheated, you fucked prostitutes, you stole money. Like, you you did a bunch of things for us to feel like you didn't love us. With a man, I feel like it's if we do one thing that you don't like or one thing that is not in, in correspondence to, to what you were trying to do, all of a sudden, we didn't love you. It was just this one thing, you know, whether it was I didn't move there. Do you know how fucking crazy I would have looked to have moved there with no collateral, no ring, no – you did promise a house. I will give you that, um, a very expensive one at that. But if I can't see it, I can't believe it. Only humans believe in gods they can't see. So if I don't see – you know, the love, I'm not going into a situation, especially with my young child at the time, where you could have played the fuck out of me and then I done wasted, you know, another 10 years of my time. I'm not fucking doing that. So, you know, to have these conversations is very refreshing five to 10 business years later because from 2014, the one cat I hadn't seen since 2014 or spoke to, the other cat child, I hadn't spoke to him ooh, since I left Florida, give or take, aside from, you know, liking pictures online. So... I think as we heal from certain things, it's just a necessity that we don't fucking speak to certain people because it hurts, you know, and because it's like, what what do we have to talk about? I don't give a fuck what you're going through when I don't fuck with you. I don't. I don't wish bad on people. That's a common myth. I wish bad on motherfuckers that would see me fucked up. So I'm only giving you the same energy that you gave me back. So if you don't like listening to my show and hearing about some fuck shit or how you sound crazy because I had money taken out of an account and all this other shit. And then as far as like people saying like, oh, Denise said I owe her money. None of you niggas owe me any fucking money. Okay, let me be clear. If I didn't have the fucking money, yeah, I might be showing up at your house to collect. But at the end of the day, I fucking do shit. I handle my business. Okay, and just like everyone has to serve a karma, there's a karma attached and associated with me going into a situation being blind and being fucking stupid, believing what a nigga told me, trying to help a nigga that wasn't going to help himself and then turn around and fucking disrespect me to other bitches. So, yeah, I disrespect motherfuckers on air. You know why? Because you motherfuckers like to run my name through the fucking streets with bitches that ain't going to be around in 22 days. They not. So for me, I just feel like I have so much respect for the men that 
even though we weren't together as a couple, they were smart enough to say, you know what, this shit ain't going to work out. I'm mad at her. She's mad at me. But no matter what, I loved this girl or I cared about this girl. And eventually I know I want to have some type of relationship with her, whether it's business, whether we just cool, whether she sees my kids or whether she, you know, is somebody that I just I take for a drink when she's in town. I'm, I'm applauding you motherfuckers that understand that that is a peaceful way to go with me. No dude has ever met me just on some club shit and we ended up in a relationship. All you cats were my friends first. And that's why it's so devastating for me when things don't work out because you're just like, how the fuck did this happen? How did this happen that we got from here to here? And that's the part that I think hurts the most. So, in having conversations while I was in Florida, which was wonderful, by the way, we talked about the fact that there was a lot of, um, you know, turmoil that went on one of the days when I was down there, and I was actually proud of myself for not reacting, you know, especially with my homegirl, Sabrina, because we're hotheads. So it's just kind of like I'm out here with my titties out, duct taped in my dress. You know, I'm leaving the Versace mansion for, you know, for dinner with my child. Like, ma'am, ain't nobody trying to say or do nothing to you. You know, I'm 40-plus years old. The only time we're going to fight is in court. Other than that, I don't got nothing for you because I'm suing bitches now. I'm not, I'm not fucking trying to have no conversations with you nigglets. I'm not trying to have no conversations with you nigglets. Let's just all go to court and get it done. And I'll sue you for your rent-a-center furniture or whatever the fuck that you have if you put your fucking hands on me. Because other than that, I don't really give a shit what you do. So in addition to that, we have to understand that sometimes, I'm not saying I was toxic to the men that I was dating, but sometimes we have to eat the fact that maybe we weren't the best fit for them at that time. But, you know, one of the things I really, like I said, feel a way about is the fact that, you know, you build your whole life around the man that's, you know, in your life. And they turn around and because you didn't do one thing, because I didn't move, or because I didn't want to be in a relationship, that means that I didn't love you or I didn't care about you, and that's fucking crazy to me. You know, it's just like I used to make excuses for men and say things like, oh, just because a nigga cheat on you don't mean he don't love you. And eh, I'm starting to think that that's not true. I'm starting to think that it is true that if a man cheats on you, he don't give a fuck about you. Because anybody that will be willing to risk losing you over someone else that might be a maybe or someone else just because literally I'm, I'm in this place where I have to start calling people on their bullshit, you lack self-control. If you can't keep your legs closed and your fucking mind open as a male or female, you lack self-control. You lack self-control. Now, I'm not a cheater, but I will leave a motherfucker to fuck alone. And I don't give a fuck if I end up in a relationship two to six business days later, motherfucker. That just means all I did was answer my phone. All I did was return a message. All I did was use a business card, some of the hundreds that are given to me. When I'm in a relationship, I'm completely off the market. You motherfuckers put me in positions where, you know, I don't really even see anybody else like in my mind like if I, I could look at somebody that was just fine as fuck and if I'm in a relationship with somebody obviously I love them I'm sleeping with them whatever I don't see other people I just don't see it the minute that I'm out of a relationship which is why I actually have to go back and not so much apologize to my Florida cats but to the one dude specifically because when I wasn't in a relationship with him anymore I made four years worth of fucking mistakes from 2015 to literally just now, I made four years of mistakes because I didn't have that, that, that thought that, you know what, I don't have to 
deal with these people here. I can just go to Florida and continue that relationship because that's what's comfortable for me. It's it's not that it wasn't no strings attached because there's definitely was strings, wires, fucking barbed wire, rope, all types of shit was attached. It's just that I don't need to move there until I need to be. So why not enjoy being loved on? Why not enjoy having a conversation that knows with somebody that knows what the fuck I'm talking about? Why not enjoy having a conversations with people that I may have a future with? And some of the people that I dealt with in the four years when I was not with this person from Florida were just straight trash heap, like job of the hut type trash heap shit that I wish had never happened because that was not my best self. And so here I am, you know, not looking for love, but just trying to be accepting of love. So I'm giving all this love and I'm not getting anything in return. I'm not getting the love back. I'm getting lied to. I'm getting, you know, verbally abused. I'm getting mentally abused and at some points physically abused. And make no mistake, I hit back. And so off topic, I was talking to someone today. Shout out to uh, Miss Eye Candy Boutique over there on uh, Allen Street. Had to go pick up an order from, same thing, from an old friend. He had said or did some shit that pissed me off. He knows the way to my heart. And so he went to the boutique, had some clothes set aside for me. All I had to do is go pick him up. Uh, this is a man that don't know where I live, don't know, you know, it too much about me, but I've known this gentleman from Philly shit about 20 years. And so I like that common respect, like somebody that actually knows me, that knows me well enough. You know, she's upset right now, but let me just nip this in the bud within a 24-hour period. So I was sitting there having a conversation with this young lady, and she was telling me about somebody that I actually used to date. And she was like, yeah, girl, he be beating bitches. And I was like, what? And this is somebody that I've known since 2010, 2011, total separate cat. Gorgeous, no kids, never been married, homeowner, great job, like everything's intact. And, like, he full-on be beating the shit out of bitches. Like, for years. And I'm like, what? And she's like, girl, you live over there. That's how come you don't know. But it's known that here in Buffalo he does this. And what? Now, will I say that this motherfucker has tried me a time or two over the years? Yeah, and he got popped right the fuck back. So I just feel so bad that I'm just now finding out. Like, I'm telling you guys, the world is small. And that's why you can't do no motherfucking dirt to that, especially a bitch like me that be everywhere all the time with no warning. Like, I just went to Buffalo today just on some humbug shit. The sun was out. Bitch was happy. So I just feel like to find out that someone was in a relationship and was beating girls that were a little bit younger than him on some, like, Real bad, like, hospitalization shit? Nigga. Like, and now, and it's not, like, hearsay, because I know some of the story, but that motherfucker was leaving out the parts of the story where he was punching bitches in their face. So this is just very hurtful to me, because now I'm thinking that I lost out on situations, like, oh, damn, you know, I really wasn't ready to date somebody like that, or I wasn't really in the right mind frame because I had just got out of something, or whatever, and now I'm realizing, like, the guys was like, nah, bitch, that, that's, that one's not for you, honey. He, he, look, you you going to jail, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just thankful that sometimes, sometimes, um, sometimes we are, you know what I'm saying, in situations and not realizing that we're being saved from something and we think that something was taken away from us and we were really being saved from some shit. And that's where... 
you knowing the type of motherfuckers, you knowing your nigga, you knowing the broad that you deal with, really inside and out, good sides, bad sides, shadow sides, so that you can be able to say without hesitation, now I know this motherfucker do this, but I know he do that. And then the minute she told me what he did, which was so heinous that I, it was hurtful to me to even hear, um, I knew he did it. Because I used to always joke with him, like, you're going to fuck around and, and make a mistake and kill somebody on accident. You're going to fuck around, and I literally said this, like, hit a female. Because, you know, we joke around, and, like, he done tried to lay hands on me in, like, 2011 and got that ass dug into. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, you're not just going to whoop my, nobody, I, you'll never really hear me say that I ever was really abused, aside from the two relationships that I wrote about in Stay in Your Lane, the Diary of a Hot Mess, because... I hit motherfuckers back, and sometimes I have been the abusive person in the relationship. So it's crazy that I hear this today, and I'm just like, holy shit. But this particular person has friends in high places, so therefore never, you know, got charged with certain things and shit like that. And you know where I'm from, we don't really call the police. We just fuck your shit up, fuck you up, and then whoever want it, they can come get it too. So, you know, I just... I just want to be in a place right now where people understand that everybody has to stand in their own shit. You have to stand in your own shit because if you don't, you're not going to heal. And I'm in a place of healing right now. So to hear something like that about someone that I thought I lost out on because I was in a relationship with someone else who didn't give a fuck about me at all, and I will say that 10,000 times over, motherfuckers would be like, oh, you know so-and-so loved you. No, the fuck, he didn't. So-and-so loved me for as long as he could use me for whatever pussy or just a good time or just hanging out that he could do. And then when that no longer was available, so-and-so didn't give a fuck about me and moved on to the next four and five and 15 bitches. And that is my belief. Okay, so maybe one day me and so-and-so will have a conversation 10 years from now, 8 years from now, 5 years from now, and then he can tell me how that may not have been true. But in my mind right now, I have known way too much shit in the last six months that I have not dealt with, you know, particular people that I'm just like, and it's sad because I can't even defend you because I know 99% of the shit that comes back to me about any dude that I fuck with, I know it's true because I know you. You know, and it's crazy because you try to get out there, and it's, it's, it's devastating. It's scary to get out there at age 30, at age 40, you know, and really meet people because it's like, do you really know this person? Like, I haven't watched you long enough. I haven't been around you long enough to know how you get down when you're angry, to know how you get down if somebody dies, to know how you get down if the police show up, to know how you get down, you know, financially. You don't know. And so... I have to just say my apologies to anybody that any man that ever felt like I didn't give a fuck about him when I was really just trying to give a fuck about myself. You understand what I'm saying? Like you were there and, and I'm speaking specifically to the two Floridians just on the strength that, you know, if if you knew, especially the one that, that we've been knowing each other for 12 years, if you knew how deep it was for me, I don't think that you would act the way that you do like how like desperate I was like as far as to be loved by somebody like that, you know, and he's not the monster. The monster I'm talking about actually lives in uh, the Buffalo, the one that I heard be beating bitches and shit. And ain't even heard. It's not one instance. It's three and five instances. So for me, it's just, you know, having to face the fact that maybe, you know, people felt unloved the same way that I felt unloved in recent years. Maybe that was my karma. 
Maybe I had to do a three, four-year bid with a nigga that didn't give a fuck about me, dragged my name through the streets, embarrassed me, fucking fucked at least I can name six bitches while he was with me, and I knew every single one of them and be at my job acting a nut-ass fool and bitches laughing at me, clowning me, fucking embarrassing. I got another dude coming up to me telling me his bitch was fucking with my old dude over the summer. Like, crazy shit like that. That's the shit that I got to deal with, and that's why I don't speak to certain people because I don't want to hear the lie. I don't want to hear that you didn't do it or that that's not true and whatever, whatever, because we know it's true. I can tell by the way the young ladies act whenever they see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just really embarrassed as fuck. And so there's nothing I hate more than being embarrassed over somebody that you cared about, somebody that you love. And so in my mind, I just was thinking to myself, like, if I would just moved to Florida, just fucked with the motherfucker down there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe I wouldn't have got tumors. Maybe I wouldn't have miscarried. Maybe I wouldn't have, you know, a lot of shit maybe wouldn't have happened to me that happened in the last four years. Maybe I wouldn't have been contemplating moving to Texas. Maybe I wouldn't have had to go through the embarrassing funeral situation that I had to go through and watch a motherfucker not give a fuck about his father enough to even say anything at the funeral, and the motherfucker ain't did nothing to him. You know, maybe I wouldn't have had to go through any of that. You know, so just, you know, going forward, you guys, make sure that you tune into my show on Sunday. My show on Sunday, Church, is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to start talking about a lot of spiritual things that are going to lead up to me releasing Black Girls Book of Shadows. Y'all know I always got that heat for y'all asses. And it's just it's it's just a constant learning and growing process. But just so y'all know, we as gods, we get hurt too. And that's another thing that I that I found out is that I used to try to treat everyone like gods. There are gods that are alcoholics. There are gods that are abusers. There are gods that are violent. I mean, gods of war. But I realized that not all mortals and humans are gods. And that was very difficult for me because you want to treat people like their best self. And it's very difficult to do that when they're always being their worst self to you. So I'm going to leave y'all with a little bit of J. Cole because y'all know I love me some J. Cole, especially the part where he says some niggas make millions, other niggas make memes. Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit, the real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is all balanced, I'm back on my shit, the bitly is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get, I do not throw powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip, I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish, I roll with some fiends, I love them to death, I got a few mil, but not all of them rich, what good is the bread if my niggas is dope, what good is first class if my niggas can't that's my next mission, that's why I can't quit Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips Just put the rollie right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist But I never be for the nigga for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gon' be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, it's destined to change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you came I hope you no money won't erase the pain To the OGs, I'm thanking you now I was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style I studied the greats, I'm the greatest right now Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This year gon' be different, I set my intentions I promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. 
No faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many niggas in cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we gotta heal We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we settled the fail I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail Nigga I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your phone will make you rich Put it on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't 